turning 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 kittens in the in the lions turning chicks in the eagles that's what I that's what I enjoyed the most about teaching them seeing them taking them in the tournament seeing them ha having like a handful of guys and they're tearing everybody up in the tournaments a small kid beat up a big kid in the tournaments those those are some of the and then even some of them keeping that same attitude outside of class Hello, this is James Cox with the Martial Arts Lifestyle Show. We are in episode number 80, 80. Today I have a special guest with me, Mr. Professor Damon Landry. Damon. And Damon is an eighth degree black belt. He was a professional fighter, a student, an instructor, a coach, a lifelong martial artist. Damon was one of, one of my early students, one of my first, I guess, generations of students. He was uh, 21 years old, so that means I was a 25, 26 and uh, hasn't stopped training, teaching, contributing, doing something with the martial arts ever since then, you know, has continued on this. And Damon was a, a great martial artist, man. I mean, uh, followed me and we did a lot of things together and made the name across Texas and, and further, but um, from point fighting to kickboxing, I think you were one of, in that group of the first MMA fighters, professional fighters ever out of Abilene. Mm -hmm. We had you and there were about three or four more, right? Aaron, yeah. uh, I think Mitchell, Dustin. Aaron, Mitchell. I think it was the first three of me, Mitchell and Aaron. Yeah, yeah, turned pro. We had the MMA fights out at uh, the Coliseum years ago. And uh, now we got, um, you know, lots of things happening, man. But. Um, Gonna give some good content today talking to Damon. Again, man, Damon Damon was a quite a fighter. He still has it in him, even at this this older age. You feel older? Oh, I feel older. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little different now. Damon was a knockout yeah. artist, man. I saw I saw people go to sleep from his hands and legs, from from point karate to kickbox and even MMA. I remember we went to Chicago for those uh, national uh, Waco uh, kickboxing fights, and it was a big deal about the new. Uh, top contender headgears, also <laughs> top gear. Yeah, yeah, so especially made top and all 10. this top ten uh, enforcement stuff. And somebody made a comment like it was near impossible to get knocked out with that headgear. Demond comes out one of his first fights at the tournament, throws a hard stiff jab. The guy goes to sleep. We all look <laughs> like, ah, oh, I guess it's not impossible. But uh, anyway, that's not what it's all about. So, Damon, why don't you talk to us, introduce yourself a little, some of this journey that you've done. And, man, you're, you're, so I'm, I'm 38 years into this martial arts. I mean, you're like 32, right? That's crazy, man, yeah, over three 32. decades. So uh, what, what's been happening? I've always been interested in martial arts since I was a kid. I mean, like since I was four, I saw my first Bruce Lee movie, uh, and I was hooked. Then i say middle schoolish, the bullying started happening. And that happened until like probably 10th grade. 10th grade got bullied around. But then finally, finally uh, got into a school. I, I looked in the phone book. I picked a school with the weirdest name. I said, that's probably the one I'm going to get into. Yeah. And I pronounced it Kajukimbo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, it was Abilene Kajukimbo. No one even knew what that was then. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I remember, I remember your first classes, man. You were one of those uh, first there, last to leave. Every day, if it was open, you were there, man. We trained long, we trained hard, you know, young and dumb, had a lot of things, but definitely, definitely made the marks, man. That's good. Well, with all of that, I mean, what's the best things of the martial arts and the experiences that you've had? Your best experiences, I guess, you know? Just some of those fights, man, that it's like, wow. Like the fights that were like real close and they were banging on both sides and, and that adrenaline rush and energy and, 
and the back and forth with the with the coaching and those are those are like the best times. Even like with kickboxing, like uh-huh. when I fought Robert Carlton, man, that was like the that was man, yeah, that beast. was <laughs> he didn't look like he was much, but man, that was the hardest punching dude I ever I ever fought. He yeah, I know too. Hard. I fought him too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That dude, yeah. But that, those are those are great times, man. I, I miss those times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, intense, right? So much intensity, so much pressure, you know, and to handle that pressure, right? Does it help you handle pressure everywhere you go? With all the other things that you do and Yeah. Yeah. Not not as not as nervous or scared. Uh especially especially like uh I was when I was in middle school or in, in high school, more confident. I remember the first time and I was like a orange belt and and here comes the bullies and all I did was put my right foot back and <laughs> and the guy looked at my stance and was like, uh, why'd you put your foot back? <laughs> and started asking me questions. I did, I just I just stayed I just stood there and I looked at it, I didn't say say a word and he he just uh he said, oh, I ain't got time and walked off. And I said, Whoa <laughs> That's crazy. That's crazy that that worked. You know, when people that know you today and in the more recent times, they'll be like, What? You were bullied? That's crazy. Who would bully you and why? But I think everyone gets bullied, man. I went through some bullying myself, right? So, uh, yeah, that's crazy. I mean, why and how? How? How were you bullied? Really don't know. I guess I was a bully magnet. Yeah. Uh, well, I was a child abuse kid, and I think child abuse kids are bully magnets. Cause yeah. I, I think I was bullied since like the third grade, but but not bad like the like middle school. But third grade was probably like the the most traumatic because I was I was I was a child abuse and I was a quiet kid. And quiet kids usually the ones that people. Why they do so quiet? Let's go see what's. Let's go see what what, what he's up to. And just got picked on and picked on and picked on. And that's 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 what how I see it. When I when I see quiet kids, I look at them and I can tell, yeah, that kid's been bullied. Yeah, yeah. right, right. So when we teach that confidence, so we're talking about martial arts teaches confidence. Confidence is the most important, you know, muscle and all of that stuff, which is true. I think it's about making sure everybody can put their head up, their chest out, and be okay with communicating and socializing and not being that weak, vulnerable target, right? Right. It seems like they can just run over you because a bully wants wants to, uh, you know, attack people that is an easy target, just like mm-hmm. attackers. They look for what? Victims, you Victims. know? That's what we got to kind of change. Well, you've done a lot of teaching. I mean, you've promoted black belts of your own, uh, <coughs> ran schools uh, of your own. What about teaching, and what's the best benefits that you've seen that, that, that we're able to give to um, the students that we are teaching? Uh, what I've seen, and I, I've, uh, I teach someone that was real weak at first, or real timid at first, and then they turned out to be one of the ones you gotta say, hey, whoa, calm, slow down a little bit, calm down a little bit, <laughs> take it easy on that guy a little bit. Turning, turning, turning kittens in the in the lions, turning chicks in the eagles. That's what I. That's what I enjoyed the most about teaching, and, and seeing them taking them to tournaments, seeing them ha- having like a handful of guys, and they're tearing everybody up in the tournaments, and or or having like a, a a small kid beat up a big kid in the tournaments. Those those are some of the uh, good things I got out got out seeing. And then and then even some of them keeping that same attitude outside of class and, and, and going after their sports. And you know, one of my students, he won grand champion and he, and he went on to football and doing good in football. <laughs> Got into college. <laughs> yeah. Playing football. 
So that's that transforming the lives. So we right. say empower lives, right? So there's there's so much truth in that. It's not just some advertising gimmick. We empower lives or build confidence because you've seen it over and over. I've seen it over and over, man. Yeah, that is pretty cool when you take those kids that are the, I was, this, that kid, the least likely to succeed, right? Mm -hmm. You become one of the most feared men in competition or whatever it may be and just that right. confidence and start dominating it. Now, hopefully they remember where they came from so that they can pass that down to others, right. you know, pay it forward like that. Martial arts has changed a lot in these uh, 33, 34 years you've been doing it. Uh, the evolution, right, from right. You know, more traditional to the more modern to so many different styles and systems and approach. Like <clears throat> we didn't even have internet, and now mm. it is everything everywhere like this. Man, the opportunities now to compete. We were talking about that from youth MMA to kickboxing and MMA to compete all over the world at high levels, and mm -hmm. you know, and getting paid for it. Right. Uh, things like that. So there's been lots of evolution. What do you see about the evolution of? the martial arts where it was where it is well i know when we were coming up uh we used to have to search for it we had i mean we had to go outside of texas if we wanted to to find something and now it's everywhere uh mm -hmm. um anybody in all ages i mean even like the like the traditional have a stance in your hard style even that's evolved and now it's more more ryth rhythmatic i guess people doing uh things that you see on animation <laughs> crazy stuff Cra right? crazy stuff yeah 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 it is cool to see i mean kids adults all ages and belts winning world titles and so many different divisions there may be some pros and cons in that i mean it won't be so many world champions right? right but you know uh it's what's out there so much opportunity heck we had to wait to get a a flyer in the mail <laughs> to know that there was a tournament going on somewhere right, right? or somebody call us on the phone and tell us now there's everything everywhere, man. What I have noticed is like um, the durability of students. Like, like when we come up, when we came, we were coming up. Like our training was like, like old school, uh, old school kung fu, where you're holding the paint cans and you, somebody's on your back and you're getting yeah. punched and kicked and you're going up the stairs and there's somebody on the stair waiting to punch you. But now it's not like that. It's like more. It's like a little softer. Yeah. Uh, people get hurt a little easier. Like when we got hurt, we toughed it out and got back in there and put some duct tape on it and and, and went forward. And it's like, it just seems a little softer. Even even in other sports, like like boxing, like like the boxers aren't as durable. Yeah, in every sport, basketball, every yeah, sport, right? Football, yeah, football, yeah. basketball. They're not as durable as like back in the days. It's like one thing, one one hit, and they're out of there. Hmm. I wonder why. I wonder if it's uh, because they know how to bend the rules. They know how to get the penalties and fouls and you know, uh, appeal to the judges, but yeah, the training isn't as hard. It always, it's always like that, even before my time, you know, we're Kaji Kimbo, so we have to hear the stories of what those dudes went through, mm -hmm. full contact, no pads, I mean, the real stuff, right? And um, it's always like the old days, everyone trained harder, but yeah. I know for real that how the things we went through and even the ways I was taught and some of the ways we were taught, you couldn't do that today. <laughs> you will get hurt or you get sued, yeah. you know. But, yeah, we, we could say some stories. Even like where we train, I mean, we, we didn't train on no mats. We had um, manoleum floors. Yeah, and, no mats. And tile floors yeah. with a fold-out <laughs> mm -hmm. or no, no mat. <laughs> yeah, and we didn't know the difference, so it didn't matter. Maybe that's it, too, you know. Now that we know that there's – there's mats and there's big gloves, there's all this padding and there's, you know, light contact, right? What is light contact sparring, right? right? Semi-contact, you know, no contact sparring. 
as a lot of people do. So it, it's definitely different and change there. You know, maybe they're not as tough on the outside, but they're doing some amazing things. Mm-hmm. Uh, technology's had to have helped in a lot of ways too. Right. And and knowing to be an athlete to also have better fitness, nutrition, health. They got a lot of things that we didn't have, right? Yes. A lot of training equipment is better. Uh, the uh, even tech evolved techniques that we could have used back then, mm-hmm. uh, like things that we were said we were that were put in the box for us to use. Uh, or now the box is bigger. Right. <laughs> uh, it's like more tools. Uh, like more ways to more ways to bend the traditional rule. That's what I, that's probably what I mean to say. It's mm-hmm. more ways to bend traditional rules. Because we weren't supposed to make changes. Right. You know, this is the way it's done. This is the way you do it. If you do it different, it's wrong. I mean, luckily, you know, uh, my instructors were more, because Kajikimo was a more open-minded mixed martial right. art that was created. They they didn't want us to change the basics, but they did give you some room to evolve because uh, Adriano Prado understood that, you know, things didn't need to stay the same. Things got faster and stronger and different. But a lot of things were very strict and traditional for sure. Um, all right, well, let's talk about like some other, man. I'll do like some rapid-fire <coughs> questions here and see what you got. But uh, what's your favorite? It's hard for us not to be biased, but what's your favorite martial arts style and why? I would have to say Kempo. Just because cause hands are always realistic. I mean, blocking and punching. <laughs> blocking and punching fast. <laughs> yeah, less risk than um, being on one foot, right. jumping and spinning and kicking, uh, close range. Rapid fire, yeah, yeah, hitting those areas, and man, it's like a drummer's all over them, right? Mm-hmm. Some of those Kimpo dudes are like some of those, you know, collie stick guys, and they throw those hands like lightning, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, all right. Uh, what's the best age to start martial arts? We got kids three years old. I got 73-year-olds, all ages. I, 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 always, I always say a mature four. A mature four, if they can, if they can hold a, their attention for 30, 30 minutes and at least pick up one technique at a time, then that's old enough to old enough to start. Yeah, yeah, it's a young age, but I have some four-year-olds that are still with me today. Some of them are grown. I think now, whatever age you are, just start, right? Because right. now you're gonna keep putting it off, keep putting it off. You know how many people wish they would've started martial arts earlier, right? Or at all, and just never did, or they quit and then they regret it. Um, so you know what, we get the questions a lot about the best martial arts technique, because everybody wants a faster way, right? The microwave world, they, mm-hmm. wanna, they want something now that's going to work, they're going to use. What's that death touch, that, that number one technique that you can learn? So what do you think is the most important technique or skill if someone had to learn one thing in the martial arts, what would it be? I would say a straight cross right down the pipe. Mm-hmm. Good right straight down right the hand. Because usually the punches are going to be coming wide, Put your hand up like you're talking on the phone and go straight in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Chin down, eyes up, straight in. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's a good one, man. Throw those Boom. hips. Straighter is better. Yeah, quickest way from a, a straight line, A to B. Yeah, if it's a palm hill, a punch, or finger strike, or whatever, right? Straight down the line. Good, good. Uh, what's your favorite all-time fighters? That's a tough one, man, because we got boxing, kickboxing, <clears throat> sport karate. Okay, boxing, it would have to be Roy Jones. Jr. Okay. Roy I Jones. thought you'd say Mike Tyson. Yeah, he he was, but but as far as straight up skills, uh, Roy Jones was evasive. Mm-hmm. He was a awesome counter puncher, and he had that that shotgun that shotgun cross straight cross and his double up hooks. 
head movement. He, his head movement, yeah. his footwork, and he he could switch sides and pop, and, and you were out of there. Yeah, Roy Jones was was, was Jones. He was he was magical. Yeah, I still got to go with Tyson, but yeah, they all got their, their reasons. It's hard to pick one. We should call you Junior Mike Tyson. <laughs> what about, uh, I guess, MMA or other other parts of MMA, martial arts? I would have to say uh, St. Pierre, just because yeah. he was a good all-around. All he could kickbox. He could. He had a handful of submissions. He didn't have a whole lot of fancy submissions. He probably did, but he only used like a, like a just basic ones. His stand-up was good. Kickboxing was good. His judo was good. His wrestling was really good. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and he was, I think he, GSP is an all-time He's probably player. just all, all, all around good. His attitude was good. His respect was good. <clears throat> That's it. You know, like I say, he's also, as far as we know, you know, we hear, he's a good person, right? right? So, man, you can have a great fighter. You find out he's a bad person. You're like, oh, man, mm -hmm. why do you have to be like that? You just kind of lose <laughs> the respect, right? Because yep. martial arts got to be something about even as a fighter, you know, uh, your, your character, your character. ethics, right? You got, it's like a superhero, man. You're trained with some pretty uh, deadly skills. So be a good person, right? It's like one, one wrong move can ruin it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Just one, one, one wrong move. <laughs> Especially those guys, man, in, in, in the media and in the light, you yeah. know, and sometimes you can't believe everything you hear on either way, too, which is a shame. Uh, what about your uh, favorite martial arts movie? I know you're a movie buff. You used to watch all those old martial arts yeah, kung fu flicks. I, gotta, I still, I still, you see my collection now. Yeah? But, yeah. <laughs> the old kung fu movies? I, yeah, I got, yeah. Some, I got a bunch of them. I got some new style, like some old style. We like, watched a lot of movies together yeah. on VHS tapes. VHS. Uh-huh. But, yeah, I guess my favorite one would be The Karate Kid just because it was similar to what I went through. Number one, Karate that'd be, Kid? That, that'd probably yeah. be, like, number one, like, as far as, like, uh, Emotional, emotional tie movie or mm -hmm. something that relates to my life it would be that, that would be Karate Kid would be like my favorite one that related to my life. But there's the rest. I got a bunch of favorite ones, but that one, yeah, that was probably a good one because it was it was kind of realistic. <laughs> no, it is <clears throat> same here, bro. Mm -hmm. Same same here. Karate Kid is almost it's a movie for so many people that lived that life that got the same benefits and it taught it taught the world that oh, there's more to martial arts than fighting, mm -hmm. you know. Karate Kid One taught the world that martial arts is about character development and life mm -hmm. skills and being a good person. But when you need to defend yourself, you need to be able to, and you and you have the right to, so you're not bullied. Right. Yeah, for real. Best of the best one was a great best, one. Yeah, right? That was, was really action packed. Yeah, that was, really that was good, good before one. a fight. Yeah. Rocky, I even to, Rocky movies. I used, to, I used to watch Best of the Best before going to tournaments. Just, yeah. I was just watch that. I go straight to the tournament scene and watch the. Last two fights. I remember. I think we were in some of the same hotels and mm -hmm. before fights, and we sit back and, and uh, watch Best of the Best or Rocky. This is motivational mm -hmm. things like that. That's cool. Uh, what about a book, martial arts related? Or? I didn't really read too many books, but only book I did really look look through was the I guess the Tao Jeet Kune Do. Yeah, all the Bruce Lee <laughs> things, right? Yeah. yeah, I flip I flipped through that a couple of times and uh. And I, I flipped through that uh, book of the the Tao. It was like some Tao. Yeah. Ancient Tao had all these uh like uh, we call them proverbs or uh huh or uh, philosophies. Yeah, like like the that the five colors deafens the eye. All okay, that stuff. right, right, right. Yeah, I used the, to read the those. five rings was a good one. Yeah. I mean, a lot of ones like that. But yeah, of course, Bruce Lee philosophies. And there's another whole thing with the martial arts. I mean, introduced philosophy. Mm -hmm. You know, deep too, right? Right. You can hear and see in so many ways, man. 
Well, what do you have to say overall, man, to the audience? We got martial artists, non-martial artists. Um, you know, you're helping me coach these fighters now that we got coming up and we're busy. So what, what kind of advice or, or things do you have to say and what's your goals in the future? Well, the best advice I can give students and people that are training is practice. Not just in class, practice outside of class. Don't wait to class, don't wait till you get to class to practice. Class is pretty much to show what you've practiced. <laughs> That's pretty much how I've always believed it. Like when, when I was coming up, GM would give me, say, say, Noble Drill, Noble Drill One. I would go home and I'd have that thing memorized by the time I came back to class the next day. And it was like I had it for like a couple months. Mm -hmm. and, and I didn't wait to get to class to practice it unless I didn't know it. Unless I, unless I didn't know all the moves, I would wait. But other than that, if I knew it, I was practicing that way when I came to class, it was better than before. And I, yeah. I would have to say that. If, if you wait to class, you get to, to practice, you're, 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 you're cheating yourself of extra time because you, know, you can practice at home. I mean, there's times you're sitting at home not doing nothing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh, I mean, I, I'd sit at home even now. I sit at home and I'll block punch just <laughs> out of nowhere. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll walk to the kitchen and pop, pop, back, low back fist, double back fist. <laughs> and if it's not you doing it with your body, it's in your mind, the it's mind and the mind. body together. And I don't know what happened with, um, here I go again about then to now, but uh, us doing those same techniques over and over. And my instructors were also your instructors. You, We were, you know, although you were my student, we were close to the same age and mm -hmm. we were coming up. So training with Patrick McDaniel, Richard Peralta, even my boxing coach, Jesse Cantu, those three guys had a lot of similarities. Old, traditional style of, of training and um, repetition. Repetition. And strict and hardcore. You know, I can't tell you, you know, the that's lessons what, I had with boxing where we did a, a, a jab. I will say uh, that would probably be like one of, the, one of the weak things I see is people don't, they don't do it repetition. They, they get tired of doing it. Yeah. I hear and, it. And, people quit because they – doing the same thing over and over and they are not I'm like if you only knew right but then you, you get caught in a submission you know this doesn't work well you didn't drill that technique enough you know drillers are killers right so you gotta gotta have that repetition as I, as how I, do you do it without getting bored I try to tell them that you wanna you wanna you wanna throw it to where it's a normal reaction like walking you don't have to think to walk because you've yeah. walked for so long it's a normal reaction you can walk and do other things now <laughs> You can walk and chew gum. You can walk and, and on your phone and, yeah. and not even look at the look where you're going and still go straight. <laughs> those those are things you got to do. I mean, you got to you got to go repetition. You got to you got to repeat it. That way, it's it's like if somebody on the street reaches for your your natural reaction is to put your hand up. I mean, if you wait if you wait to get touched, then it's too late. I mean, you want it to you want it to be an instant reaction, an instant an instant movement, an instant thought, like where you don't where it's not even a thought, just like an instant motion where your body just reacts on its own. And that's the only way you're gonna be able to do it is, is over repeating the same moves over and over again. Yep. Yeah, we just gotta know that, man. I encourage people to, un to understand that. That's how you get good at everything else in your life too. But, um, well, all right, exactly. Mr. Damon, it's been a good talk. Have you got anything else to close with or where anybody might find you? I mean, I know you're available for private lesson, personal training, uh, this or that. Yeah, I usually be here uh, Mondays and Wednesdays. Find us, Premier Martial Arts in Abilene. We'll be here, all right? All right, guys, thanks. Appreciate it. Be sure you follow all of our other podcasts. We're number 80, so you got 79 more to check out if you haven't already. And follow the YouTube channel, James Cox Martial Arts.